The gospel reading for today comes from Luke, the second chapter, a beautiful story. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord a pair of turtle doves, or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus, To do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem when they had finished everything required by the law. They returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. This morning we're going to do something a little different. And, uh, whoops, I forgot my stuff here. Just a minute. That may not be different for me to forget it. Um, we're not having a sermon, but I think I'm going to ask you all to stand up for your first warm-up session. Stand up just a minute. Make sure the blood is still flowing. It's very chilly in here. So, yeah, let's do a little. We're going to do a little uh, holy, uh, holy calisthenics. Yes, it's called Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> yep, we're going to be a Baptist service this morning. Yep, I think we got to get, yep, we got to get the whole uh, body moving here. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Ooh, let's try one of these. Now the other way, you're not doing the turn. I don't see you turning. Uh, that's just called the liturgical dance. Okay, now you can sit down again. Feel better? I think that helped. Didn't that help? I think. So I'm not going to preach this morning. That may be a relief, but I thought it would be fun to look at uh, just a PowerPoint of 10 uh, people's plans on what they'd like to do in the new year. And so I think what I'd like to do is have you think about something here that might hit, spark something in your mind. 
And when we're done, we'll have a little sharing. Maybe you already know what you plan for the new year, some, something for your personal life, spiritual life, family life, uh, work life. But let's, uh, let's have a little open sharing when we're done with this. And I didn't, this is a little small, so I'm going to help read these for us. Um, so number one, see, that's my dance pose right at the beginning. <laughs> Live like you're loved and liked by God. You are completely loved by God. And he even likes you on top of all that love. Make this year your sit right down in the middle of that love and soak it in your soul year. Nothing can separate you from his love. Nothing can keep you from it. And nothing will ever stop God's immense love for you. Each of these slides is based on scripture, as you see from Romans 8. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Okay, second slide. Act like you're truly free. A lot of us are so encumbered with schedules and work and relationships that aren't going well and uh, family concerns. Act like you're truly free. At the moment of salvation, Jesus sets you free for good. This year, grab onto true freedom with both hands. And don't let anyone or anything wrench it away. Not your job, not toxic relationships, not unsettled sin. I I find that an interesting. I'd like to have to download that and see what unsettled sin. Not even religious expectations. You are destined to live in freedom. So go be free. Free in Christ from Galatians 5. I think some of us would benefit from that feeling of a little more freedom. Okay. Number three. Walk like you're righteous. Walk like you're righteous. Just imagine how peaceful and glorious life would be without any of the guilt. When you accepted Christ, God declared you righteous. You can walk into life this year like you have nothing to feel guilty about. Because you don't. You can stop clinging to past mistakes and failures and start walking out the, working out the truth of your position in Christ as a righteous one. Second Corinthians. Wouldn't that be nice? Our past always haunts us, what we haven't done. But as I said in my children's message, all the people I've wanted to see. And it's been an extraordinary year and two years of illnesses and all kinds of afflictions in our congregation. We have really have a lot of uh, people who are undergoing all kinds of uh, ailments, suffering, treatments, cancer. It's just been amazing. And so so it is intense and grateful for so many of our uh, caring members that do visitation as well. Uh, And uh, yet I know we miss many people who could use a uh, a little warm fellowship from time to time. Number four, thrive like you're chosen. Thrive like you're chosen. As a believer, you have been chosen by God himself. He wanted you. He desired you. He picked you. Accepting that truth deeply will create a safe place around your heart. It will also create a secure foundation for your life and help you weather the storms of others' disapproval easily. As you bask in your chosenness, 
life begins to thrive. Yes, we are a, we are a royal priesthood, a chosen nation, it says in First Peter. And sometimes we forget when we mess up that God forgives us and we're a new creation every day. Our baptismal waters wash over us whenever we are feeling lost, alone, and unworthy. Remember that you are baptized and set free from the power of sin. You're not going to stay away from it, but when you step into it, you'll be washed clean again in that powerful water of baptism. You are chosen, each one of you, with special gifts nobody else has in this confirmation. And only you can give your gift to the world. And so be chosen and serve God with all of your energy this new year. Number five, step forward confidently like you're victorious. Like you're victorious. Sure, you can expect battles and trials this year. God never promised unending ease, but he did promise you victory for the battle. You can step out in great confidence, knowing that Jesus secures the victory in anything you face. 1 Corinthians 15, victorious. Yes, many of you have, have been fighting battles on all fronts, whether it's with family issues or with uh, disease, and, uh, and we want to be victorious, and God works along, along with us to help us win those battles, not to give up. Number six, endure like you're brave and strong when those battles come. Tie a knot and hang on. You have hidden source of bravery and strength for those tough days. While others are tossed to and fro by life circumstances, you endure. You are strong. You live courageously because the God of the universe has promised to always be by your side. And resting in that knowledge will make you strong and brave any day. Sometimes we start the day without God. We run out the door and we don't... Uh, we don't take our best support and our best cheerleader, our best um, battle manager, and to go side by side. Number seven, rest like your power source is infinite. With all of your victorious fighting and courageous bravery, then, take some time to rest. On those days when you feel your humanness most deeply, rest in the God of all grace, who gives his abundant grace. And let the unending power of the omnipotent flow through you and know that he's always enough. God is always enough. If we just take time to reach for his hand and not run the battle alone. Number eight, function like you're purposefully designed. You are created by the most amazing designer to ever exist. He pieced you together carefully and wonderfully with a specific purpose in mind. You can exist joyfully in the knowledge that your amazing creator created you to be amazing as well. So go live amazing you. Psalm 139, my favorite psalm. Where can I go from God? And where can I be where he is not? Nowhere. He is everywhere by our side. Number nine, stand like your faith is unshakable. Circumstances happen. Life throws curveballs. The unexpected takes you by surprise. But you have faith. And the object of your faith never fails. Stand strong in trust. Lean firmly on the faithful one. 
Exercise your faith until it's rock solid. Exercise your faith. 1 Corinthians 16. And number 10, last but not least. Believe like you belong to the God who makes all things possible. All things possible. Make this year the year you take God at his word. Believe that he is who he says he is, the God of the impossible, and that you belong to him. Ask him for things that only he can do. And watch as he creates new possibility just for you. After all, he is a God so very worth trusting. Matthew 19. So out with the old and out with the bad and out with the rough year or many ways behind us. And what, what is coming to your mind this year that you would like to, uh, to make as your uh, New Year's resolution, your goal, your dream? Anyone want to share something you've been thinking about? We can popcorn these ideas out. We're kind of a small informal group this morning and um, hopefully we'll continue the discussion at coffee hour because... Uh, a lot of times we don't see each other in the same places. So anybody been thinking? Yes, sir. I'm coming with the microphone. I don't know if we have... You can be heard. I, that... Oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> Well, now that's embarrassing. Thank you very much, though. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't see that coming. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Anyone else? Now that you're on a roll, I'm... Okay. I'm coming close. Oh, okay. We're coming. This side's a little, little more free over here. We're going to have to work on the opposite side. Okay, Bill. Just toss it over. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually, I just kind of want to follow up on what was just said regarding your sermons and actually all the sermons in general. Um, it, I was mentioning this to Dawn on the way over here this morning. Uh, it was during your, the, the sermon of Christmas Eve where I connected some dots. Uh, is, is Fred Regner in here? Okay. Fred isn't here, I don't think. Fred. Okay. Uh, Christmas Eve as we're coming into church, it's all crowded and looking for a place to sit. And, and Fred was just starting to file in over here. And I was filing in over there uh, w- with my daughter. Uh, and, um, you know, we greeted each other, Merry Christmas, hi. And I started going to the pew. And then Fred came over across the aisle. He had already started going. Came over across the aisle and tugged on my elbow and, and just mentioned to me that he was going into the hospital on Wednesday for some heart surgery. And uh, so I, you know, told him, I'm sorry to hear that and concerned and being, you know, I'll pray for you. During the sermon, you said something about if you, if you want God to, to fix something, then you should do something about it. And I connected the dots in that moment. Well, and I'm not normally in the moment this much, but it, 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 it clicked <laughs> with me that um, Fred was very intentional in coming from where he was to where I was across the aisle to tell me that. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not normally that intuitive. My wife is, I'm not. So I realized, you know what, I think, I'm, I think I'm supposed to do something about it, as the sermon said. So anyway, long story short, I already talked too much. Um, I, I uh, talked to them with coffee, and then I called them on Wednesday. And actually, they didn't have to cut them open. They did it non-invasive, and were able to go in with 
you know, the tubes and what they do, and uh, find out that it, the, I shouldn't, well, the problem is not with his heart, it's something else, but that's Lux. not for me to talk about. Anyway, I'm just trying to follow up on what Horst said, that your sermons do have a, a meaning. <laughs> gosh, well, thank you. My gosh, the pressure's building. Oh, the pressure. Oh, I hope I can do something in the next year, too. Okay, you're very kind. I'm, I have lots of help. Um, and so, uh, anyone else on this side have anything to say? I know time is getting short, but I think you're going to share it at coffee hour. So maybe we should continue. And um, and um, I thank you for that. I'm kind of that wasn't kind of where I wanted to, <laughs> to end our sharing uh, about me. But I, I appreciate your comments. But you know, this congregation—they're all ministers, really. As as I say, this this is one of the strongest congregations I've ever served for people taking charge of projects of each other, caring for each other, giving to each other. And I thank you all. Um, new members all dive in, and the new Chosen 300, and all the things you all do. Without your ministry, we would not be able to do a fraction of what is accomplished. The pastors are just sort of the masthead, but without the whole assembly of the, the people here, the volunteers, uh, the people of God, thank you. Thank you for making it such um, a vibrant congregation where people who visit seem to feel a little of the heartbeat and the excitement, and they want to stay. And, uh, so, and that's because of all of you. And so thank you. I hope you have a healthy new year. I hope you have God's uh, hand upon you at all times, making you feel he's leading you and guiding you to a new and brighter day and places that will fill your soul uh, with a lasting joy. Uh, so that being said, amen. <laughs>